at SFM Radio and at Stephen Grutus on Twitter. On Saturday, President Cyril Ramaphosa taking questions while campaigning during the voter registration weekend and confirming that he is working on giving the Minister for Electricity and the Presidency, Jose Antonio Ramakopa, more ministerial powers. You may remember the tussle over which powers he would get. Uh, the power to make policy is generally held by the Energy Minister, that's Gwede Mantashe. The powers over Eskom, generally held by the Public Enterprises Minister, Pravin Gordon. Mohamed Mahdi is the CEO of Sinan Energy and Energy Expert. Mohamed, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen. In a way, I suppose this is a technical question, but it's also a political question. So I don't know how, how, how much of the political terrain you want to wade into. We can see Ramakopa wants more powers. Do you think, I suppose, technically he needs them? Uh, absolutely. So the Minister of Energy or, or the Minister of Electricity, rather, you know, if that portfolio is properly defined, and unfortunately it's not yet properly defined in the sense where it allows the kind of action to be taken that needs to be taken. So if that uh, portfolio is properly defined, there are certain powers that are necessary for that portfolio to be able to enact the kinds of policy, the kinds of legislation, and to take the actions that are required. And I'm afraid there is a huge amount of ambiguity and vagueness even before the Minister of Electricity portfolio was announced, just between the Minister of Public Enterprises and the Minister of Energy. So, you know, this is to be welcomed if there are new powers that are going to be announced, and hopefully it brings about a lot more clarity and removes the ambiguity that we have. And this is part of why we're not moving as fast as we should be in terms of resolving the electricity crisis. Um, I, there are all sorts of things to this because you've got the power to make policy um, and where our electricity comes from. Do you think Do you think that that power should go to the Minister for Electricity too? I think we, we need a, as much consolidation of power with the Minister of Electricity as possible. Uh, undoubtedly, we don't need, uh, you know, a divide or consensus-based approach right now. We are in a crisis. We need a energy SAR, if you like, and we need that energy minister to be able to move decisively and to have all the powers necessary to move. Um, the more you divide those up between different portfolios, between different ministries, inevitably you're going to slow down the action that we need, that needs to be taken in the country. It's easy to get uh, my my words muddled around all of this. So when you talk about an energy tsar, would that, I mean, because the argument could go in two ways. One, you could say, Jose Ensoromachopa needs the power because he needs to actually manage electricity or Greta Mantashe should have all of the power because he needs to manage energy. <laughs> I can see the political argument going both ways on this. Technically, which would be better? I think, uh, you know, technically, again, the you're right uh, from a semantic point of view that, you know, Gwede would have uh, an argument to make. But where we are, and given the fact that is over, this is overwhelmingly an electricity crisis, mm-hmm. there is the gas issue, there are energy considerations, sure, but it is primarily an electricity crisis. And that's why that's where the power needs to be consolidated. Um, it seems that this issue is not going away, and I think it's not going away because of the politics of it. But is there a, a danger of drift 
that this actually is having an impact on policy making, which may sound boring, but if you have the wrong policy, you're going to have you know the wrong amount of electricity, as we know for so many years. So what I'm trying to get to is, is this actually going to have a big impact on people? We're just not going to have enough electricity because of what may possibly just be a political fight. Yeah, that, that is quite right. Uh, policy is fundamental to the actions that one can take in the immediate, but also the impact it has over the long term. So getting the policy right is critical. Um, and a certain degree of planning and, you know, uh, reflection on the policy is important. I think we spend too much time on that as a country. I think we need to to move much faster. We have an excellent, we actually have an excellent regulatory framework and excellent policy framework in place. The decision-making powers, different from the policy framework, needs to be clarified. And what we need to now do is unlock the potential of the existing regulatory regime that we have. We have one of the most liberal electricity mm-hmm. regimes in the world, believe it, or certainly in Africa. You know, the private sector is open to be able to build power, uh, power stations behind the meter, able to sell power on a willing buyer, willing seller basis between uh, energy generator and off-taker. So we have all of that in place. We now need some of the enabling legislation and some of the oversight from government to be fast-tracked. And that needs to happen by unlocking or being very clear about who has the power to do what. Um, There's so many different elements going on in all of this, but it seems to me the longer that there's drift from government, the less power government's going to have over all of this, partly because of what you've just explained to us. So in other words, government is losing control of the electricity situation. That's not necessarily a bad thing. So, and this happens, this happens, you know, it's happened in other parts of the world. The private sector, once they are able and unlocked to be able to do and deploy resources that they should be deploying, then certainly uh, you will find that, you know, they start finding solutions. And the nice thing about that is you start finding solutions that the marketplace can entertain, that are viable, that that are feasible for both generator as well as off-taker. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. And the more we have of that, the the better, you know, the more it will solve the problem in the country. Um, We should move away from from this paradigm of government needing to have control over everything. What government needs to have control over is a degree of the policy, primarily the policy, and ensuring that there is an equitable regime in terms of electricity so that those that are less privileged, those that are in rural areas are not left behind purely by market incentives and that there are, you know, considerations for for those kinds of situations. But other than that, leave it into the hands of the private sector. Um, So within all of this, um, there's another question around whether we may need to have an electricity minister permanently. It was sort of a temporary intervention. I think uh, Minister Ramakopa may prefer a permanent uh, appointment. I think we need to look at that question in the context of how big the problem is and how long it's going to take to solve the problem. And unfortunately, this problem is not going to go away overnight. It is a fairly deeply entrenched problem. And the solutions to this problem are going to take several years to come to fruition. So I would advocate that at least for the next five or ten years, we need this ministry, if not longer. And given the very fluid nature 
of the energy and electricity supply industry in, in particular, I think it's, it's a rather smart move to keep this as a permanent ministry and to remove these kinds of powers that sit in, you know, uh, spread amongst other ministries, Treasury and Department of Public Enterprises and Department of Energy. Mohamed Mahdi, thank you very much indeed. CEO of Sinan Energy and an energy expert, as you can hear, really appreciate the view on that.